What's good, Bucket Busters? This is your host, Ro Zapanta, and this is my co-host, the glorious, the notorious, Tim Johnson. Rip City! And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the City of Roses, the City of Bridges, Stumptown, PDX. We are a show with no rules, just a couple of friends who so happen to love Portland basketball. Tim Johnson. Yes, sir. How you living, my friend? You know, I'm good. It's a beautiful day out right now. Um, Amen. A little, Amen, little bittersweet today because I, I wish we had a better result last night, but I'm still doing okay. Man, I'm doing okay too because today we have a special guest. Big John Lukrovka is back on the show. John joined us earlier this season. He talked about what it's like to work with Blazers Broadcasting as an EVS operator. He talked about his experiences around the team, the league as a whole. He had a lot of great stories. He discussed like potential MVP candidates, his thoughts around the Blazers at that particular time. If you haven't heard it or watched it on YouTube, check it out. Season two, episode 16, John. It's great to have you back on the show, my friend. How you living? I was living a lot better a few seconds ago outside in my urban oasis. <laughs> sipping tea so you, and then, so you got the iced tea there uh-huh and then you guys bug me for this and then my <laughs> wi-fi doesn't work so i got my bootleg wi-fi and then i was out yeah. there like i said chilling in my urban oasis with an iced tea and then now i'm in here with you guys man i was telling tim the audacity of tim i was like he didn't have to move man but he <laughs> hey, was like nah he's got to no i gotta, hey, I, gotta sacrifice. I gotta work on this dad bod so i need to get as many steps as i can get <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like, I like it. John, I don't know if you know, but we're on the Basketball Podcast Network now. We we did it. We sold out. Dang. And, you know, I think I think just after speaking with you, things just started to take off for us. So we want to thank you for, like, contributing to our success. Um, yeah, I did. So thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> you can thank me with a little cash, man. <laughs> <laughs> the season's almost over here in a little bit. I don't have. John, a, I don't have. Right. A, I don't have a lot of summer work, and here you are, John. Here. We tried to give you a gift last time. Right? Now, you turned hey, that down. So we just. What, hey, you set the precedent. Now I know what Dame feels like. Just carrying everybody on his back to the top. Man. <laughs> Amen. Man. Right now I know how my boy D feels. Well, ironically, what we have to do is we're, we're going to talk about the show summary. We're going to talk. We're going to talk Blazers first. The current state of the West. Our best matchups in the playoffs. And then we're gonna get life updates with Big John. Like we wanna hear from you. We wanna know what was different between back then and now. And then we end it, of course, with our silly giving props segment. And with that, our moneymaker, we gotta we gotta give the word from our sponsor. Get a little more out of watching NBA games with Daily Fantasy. Every CJ step back, canter rebound, or Dame game winner means so much more when you're playing with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code TBPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. So the last time we recorded a pod, we had a win against the Rockets, a win against the Jazz, and last night, man... 117, 118, a loss to the Suns in just a really close game. Really, really close game. Just general thoughts on the game, John. I want to know, what did you think? That was a hard-fought battle, man. It um, During our broadcast, you, you know, a couple times on the headsets, the guys we were talking about, we are like, damn, dude, this feels like a playoff game. 
which basically Absolutely. which basically all these games are now down the stretch. Um, mm-hmm. I mean that Utah well, game that, means so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Utah game that was a playoff battle. Um, you know, you can make excuses. You're playing two of the best teams back to back, which is tough. I know the guys probably got into the hotel two thirty. Got your bags, 245. You know, they're not sleeping until four. But, you know, Coach Stotts and Damon, those guys, they're not giving out excuses. But uh, mm-hmm. as far as on the court, that was a uh, that was a battle, man. If uh, Dame stepped it up, just like always, man, it's just crazy. It's, it's a trip, man. It's like you just expect every one of those shots down the stretch to go in. And with him, shit, they did, right? I mean, at one point, he was like yeah, nine for nine in did. the quarter. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a tough one, man. Uh, that's a good team. Yeah. Phoenix is a good team. Coach Monty Williams has them doing what they need to be doing. And, you know, they were without Aiton. So take it for what you will. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm sure the boys were bummed about that. But we've got another one coming up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Dame, 41-5-5. Five and five. Tim, what did you think? Yeah, you know, Dame put it down like he always does. Uh, CJ had another great game. And, you know, I, I, I wish... The one thing I wish I would have seen is a little more uh, feeding the post. Like, I felt like Nurt could have had a really big game that game, uh, especially with no Aiton. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't really know why we went away from it, but, you know, I again, I'm, a, I'm an old head when it comes to basketball. I love the bigs. I love big play. So just the fact that they went away from Nurk, I know it's kind of our bread and butter to go to Dame and CJ. I just wanted to see more Nurk, man, especially the way he's been playing as of late. Yeah, I mean, Nurk, Cantor. I mean, you're you're going up against Frank Kaminsky and Dario Saric. Hey, don't, like, hey, don't. Take advantage of those guys, man. Don't dog, you know on, I mean? don't like, dog on the tank. <laughs> the don't tank. dog on the tank. Man, but he's no Nurk, though. He's no, no Nurk. He's, he's no, no Cantor. Uh, so I thought I thought he should he should have abused them. Right. That's what Absolutely. I thought. It's an interesting thing, man. I mean, you look at Denver and, you know, they go through Jokic. Uh, mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. di- totally different. I mean, there's similarities, but I mean, that's just a big ass mm-hmm. point guard out there, man. So you're able to do that. You're able to bring him up to that high post and just have guys cutting, as you obviously see. Um, it, what's been really cool for me to see is. Um, Nurk's chemistry with CJ and Dame is back. I mean, the pick and rolls are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, those give and goes are yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Those backdoor cuts are sweet. We saw one last night that was really good oh, where man. Norm yep. was on the wing, ready for that three, came up and, you know, set a back uh, screen for Dame. Dame went backdoor for an easy bucket. I love seeing that kind of stuff. So it's good to see that that, um, that chemistry is back. Uh, but as far as yeah, what, yeah one thing. I was going to say one thing we've been talking about on the show is is we like that we're seeing more uh, Dame off ball. Mm-hmm. Like we don't we don't see that enough, right? Right. Yeah, and absolutely with, don't see it enough. And with yeah. and with coaches and, drawing up that trap once Dame brings that ball over the court, maybe they're prepping for the playoffs when the Clippers or whoever are going to do that. You know, they obviously yeah, weren't I they think- weren't double teaming CJ last night. You know, every time Dame got mm-hmm. it, they were. So I like that. That's a good point. Yeah, and that, I mean, Dame still shot 69% from the field. I mean, he was still absolutely productive. And it's it's always funny watching these games um, with Dame where it just seems like he's almost like hiding for the first three quarters. And you just kind of feel it like, mm-hmm. like another episode of Dame time is going to happen because in the fourth, you know that he's just saving it and saving it. And I just want to touch on that Nurk thing. Nurk is a surprisingly great passer. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw that full court pass right i know the nfl draft just happened but he would have been a great 
QB prospect, just that full court one-handed <laughs> down, down the court. Absolutely amazing to see Jay McCollum. That was great to see. Um, and that was in the Jazz game. But Nurkic, I, Tim was criticizing Nurkic maybe like a few pods ago. <laughs> saying was. He was a little down on him and was like, is this the best Nurkic that we're going to get? And he is absolutely just turned a 180. Yeah, but, but, great. but I mean, come on, Tim. You're better than that, man. <laughs> you're better than that. You have a nationally syndicated podcast now you're better than this you know you know you know the... that was before we joined once he started getting that fat bank then he starts changing things i see how it is right no man, right. But, but but we were talking about this before we went on about these fans and, and and i mean that for example i mean basketball is a game of runs and not just not just in a game i mean it's five game chunks, you know, half a season, mm -hmm. two years. I mean, there's always trends and, mm -hmm. you know, you had just mentioned, <clears throat> you had mentioned, you know, Twitter and Reddit and all these forums. Uh, I'm on a sport, I'm on a sports forum. Um, I won't plug them because they got to pay me if they want me to. I'm joking. Nice. I'm, nice. I like jo it. I'm joking. It was was it DraftKings? No. <laughs> That's the only thing I go to, right? Tell your sponsor. There we go. Tell your sponsor I have no disposable income. I have two teenagers. I'm not betting anything, man. Um, I, good. I don't have any money. I'm sorry, DraftKings. I know you got a great program going there. Uh but no man, as far as as far as you know, being down on there, hey, that's everybody's I said it earlier. It's called fans because it comes from fanatic. I mean, you're just a nut job thinking about this and how much this and and like Tim being down on Nurt. Hey, he wasn't playing well. You know, you got it. But yeah, big yeah. picture wise, you understand it's a, there's runs and trends and on these sports forums and stuff and you, and Twitter. It's just like you hear people cracking on Dame. I'm like, are you out of your goddamn mind? I mean, this dude yeah, has built yeah. up this. <laughs> talk about DraftKings. This dude has built up so much credit. You know what I'm saying? So much credit. That dude can miss his next 100 shots, and I don't give a damn. You know, and there's people like, no, yeah. Dame's trying to showboat and be missed. That's Damian Lillard, dude. And and I'm a big fan of CJ, <laughs> and I know people just kill CJ sometimes. And it's just like, dude, my boy can, when it needs to be done, it gets done. And people kill Melo, and I can't believe Melo's in the game. Well, you could have Tolliver, yeah. and you could have his own right. out there. Oh, and you want well, and here's the thing about Melo is I think, I think people a lot of times forget the fact that he's on a vet minimum too. Like you're not getting that kind of production out of no, anyone else absolutely. on a vet minimum. And there's not too many people on a vet minimum that Damian Lillard wants on the court with him in a tie game with a minute left. And right. and when you know and when Melo came in, that's what I was telling people. I got coworkers that are nut jobs. And, and oh Carmelo, no, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, yeah, the guy's gonna get you six free throws a night down the stretch on pure cred. I mean, just like Chris Paul yeah. gets six a night. It's you blow on Melo, he's gonna get, you know, he's gonna get six points for us. And and you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta take the good with the bad when you get that situation, man. You got, you know, I see guys out there like just staring him at him at the eyes, trying to play defense. They're in just awe of him. It's like, you know, yeah, it's a game of runs, man. Melo's gonna be up, he's gonna be down, he's lost his game, he's won his game. That's sports, bro. That's 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 what it is. Um that fanatic, yeah, fanatic, I mean, you, it's called fanatics for a reason, man. Fans. I mean mm -hmm. that that defensive play that that Melo had <laughs> on Booker. Oh my goodness, what a what a stop! 
trying to that get him to That was just a heady play, travel. man. It was, dude. He caught him completely off guard. And, like, that's, like, a vet move, yeah. right? You know he's going to go on a fast break. You just stand, stand right. still, right. put your just hands out, right. force him to make a move. Right. He loses his dribble. And that's a, that's a travel, man. Right. And, you know, that's, that's one of the things that, like, that we got to tread carefully here because we're going to talk about the decisions late game. I mean, you had an inbound game or an inbounds, you know, for free throws and the ball ends up in Rocco's hands. Me and Tim were talking about this. We we're like, why, why, how did Rocco get this ball? Right. Like bringing it right. back. Tim, Tim do you want to talk about around, it a little bit? Uh, maybe just a little bit. I mean, just bringing it back around to Nurk again. Um, you know, I just want to say before I get into that, my criticism of Nurk wasn't necessarily a criticism of him. Just the fact that. He's been out for so long. Like, oh, here we go, backpedaling. No, I, I know, I know. I'm not backpedaling. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I wasn't 100% sure that the chemistry was gonna return before the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, like we were on a, we were heading down the wrong path mm -hmm. at that time. Oh, and God, I was just was thinking, dark. you know, it was dark, man. And and you know, as a a Blazer fanatic, like it's it's hard to see that because you know what you can get from Nurk. You know what he's shown you in the past, and like he's he's better than what he was playing, and I understand like it, it was gonna take him some time to get his sea legs under him, right? And and I just I wasn't sure that he was gonna get there before the playoffs. Um, but that being said, that inbounds play, going back to the Jazz game, you saw the touchdown pass to CJ. You know Nurk is a great passer. Why wouldn't you have Nurk there on the inbounds instead of Melo? You know that Melo was at least going to make one of those free throws. You know that, I, I mean, the Suns knew that we were going to try and get it to Dame or CJ, right? At least, at least have Rocco inbounds. Like, he's a decent passer too. But I, I just, if, if I were in Stott's position, and of course I will never be there, but... If I were in Stott's position, I probably would have had either Rocco or Nurk. Like my my choice would have been Nurk. I mean, the guy's seven foot tall. He can see over everybody. I'll be like, I'll be floor, I'll be right? totally honest. I'm working my heads down. Are you talking on the made free throw when we had to take it out and then just go because we only had a. Uh, we're talking about um, we had we had an inbounds play that End sent game. Rocco to the line. And then Rocco ended up missing two free throws. Right. Okay, I'm with you. And we were mm -hmm. wondering, we were wondering, how did Rocco? I why, got you. why? Why? I got why did you. that play yeah, break like, down? Like, like, how does it get for Rocco Rocco's to get hand. that ball? Sure. Yeah. yeah. And the question is, is like, why does Westbrook always get the ball late, late down the stretch for free throws? Why does Harden always get it late down the stretch for free throws? But we can't get it to Dame, <laughs> CJ, or Melo. Three options, where it's like. These guys are clutch shooters. They'll knock it down. Rocco, it's like, you kind of look at his eyes. It's like, has he been in this position before? <laughs> I can't think of a time in Houston with Philly where he's had to shoot two clutch free throws. Mm -hmm. And we found out today or yesterday that that might not be the best option. That may not so, be his strength. <laughs> did you have any thoughts on that play, John? You know, I mean, I'll be, I'll be totally honest. <clears throat> Rocco's what? 83% shooter? 84% shooter? Am I way off? I no, you're you're like I think it's like 82 when I looked it up yesterday. Yeah, and obviously, clutch. It's a good percentage. That's a good point. That, yeah, but I mean, you know, situations like that, 
I'd have to honestly go back and look at the play. I mean, I don't know where they double in Dame coming off a curl. Did somebody step up and show so CJ couldn't come off a screen? I honestly don't know. Uh, when it comes to that, that's tough. You saying, why does Westbrook get it? That fucker probably runs over and like literally grabs the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love Russ. You're not wrong there. I love Russ. I'm the only guy in Portland, Oregon that loves Russ. I'd trade Dame, CJ, Nurt, and all our draft picks for Russ right now. I love Russ so much. Oh, dang. Let's I'm, hope Dame doesn't dude, listen to our show. Me, I, get so, <laughs> I get so much heat, man, from all my boys. I love Russ. Um, but as far as that, man, I can't honestly answer that. I'd have to. If you had the play right here, we could talk about it, and maybe I should have come mm-hmm. more prepared. Um, but, yeah, I mean, half of that is demanding the ball. I mean, um, yeah, you get, you get in that clutch mm-hmm. situation, and I'll tell you what, every, you guys are too young, man. Chris Webber. He pooped the bed in the NCAA championship game. He nope, thought he had a timeout, no, and that. that's Chris Weber, the best player in the country. I mean, you, yep. stuff stuff tightens up. You start getting nervous. Mm-hmm. You start thinking if, if they're coming off the inbounds like that, maybe he's starting to think about that five count, doesn't want to turn it over and just gets it into whoever. I mean, um, mm-hmm. uh, that's true. Yeah. Clutch situations, I mean, man. If- Pressure. If anything, I think this is a learning this is a learning thing that at least they figured this out before the playoffs. I hope they learn from this and just think maybe we shouldn't get Roko the ball here. <laughs> maybe we should we should burn maybe we should burn the timeout if we don't get it to Dame Mello right. or CJ. Right. I think that'd be yeah. the best option. I know we had an extra timeout um, at that time um, that we ended up using mm-hmm. on a challenge. Mm-hmm. We ended up using up that that timeout on a challenge. Did you guys think it was a foul. Well, I can tell you right away. Yes. I, I I had six looks at it right away. I told our guys that it was a foul. Um, it was a one hundred percent. Yeah, foul. he got him on that arm, and I'm and I'm not mm-hmm. big at all on. Oh, in that situation, you don't blow the whistle, dude. Come on, I ain't. I'm not about that. If you are about that, that's yeah. that's that's your opinion. I'm like a foul in the preseason third quarter of a preseason game against some team from Spain is exactly like a foul in the game seven of the finals. If it's a foul, it's a foul. That stuff usually works itself out. Um, as last night you saw, Saric is like an 85% shooter. That that bro missed three of them. And so it comes back. Yeah. It's just stuff evens itself out. And and Norm fouled Booker playing and stuff. I can tell you that. I do remember that play. So when they, you know, what do you do? Everybody's all mad at Stotts for challenging it. This challenge thing has been really interesting. It's been crazy, and uh, I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could have like a Facetime going with one of the, my assistants on the bench, and tell my uh-huh. <laughs> tell my boy <laughs> Tibbs or Jimmy Mo or Coach Oz, "Hey, dude, that was a bad call. Do it." You know, <laughs> you know. But we're not going to break the rules. We don't want to be break, that man in the booth. We yeah. don't want that insider yeah. trading going on. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, it it was a foul. I don't know. What do you do? There's there was 0.9 seconds on the clock when that whistle went down and maybe the coaching staff just said, Hey, if there's ever a time to try it, let's just try it right now. We only got 0.9. Maybe, maybe they'll reverse it. So see, for Mm -hmm. me, I think that's, that's maybe what they were thinking. Um, Mm -hmm. We actually did get time put back on the clock because they challenged it. Right. Didn't they go back to like two, two, went back to 2.4. So I don't know, man, when it comes to this challenge stuff, it's bananas and and norm i i didn't have a camera on him maybe norm turned around and said stops i did not touch him 
And when your player yeah, says, when your player says just that, gonna say that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, it's that simple. I mean, a lot of people are freaking out. It could have been something that simple. CJ's right there too. He said, no, 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 that was clean. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you don't hear, right. you don't hear a lot of people, you know, congratulating Stotts uh, or the coaching staff when we do win challenges. Um, it's just always, you know, that's just not the yeah. typical, mm-hmm. typical behavior. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Tim, what did you think? Oh, I mean, yeah, it was a foul. I, I was just going to say this whole uh, coach's challenge thing has been interesting. What is this like the was like the third year it's been around? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really interesting how how it changes the game uh, sometimes, like especially in pivotal pivotal moments like this. Like, you know, if, if, it, if it turns out the other way, the Blazers win, right? Mm-hmm. Blazers win that game. Um, you know, I after talking with you, John, like I, I, I get, I get what you're saying. Like I, I, it's interesting. Like, like it, it could have gone either way. If it, it, if it goes the way it did, then obviously, like we still have 0.9 seconds to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And with Dame on the court, it's entirely uh, within the realm of possibility that that we knock a shot down with right. with you know less than a second. Point point nine and a timeout, right? Because we wouldn't have lost. Did the they time. have a timeout? We wouldn't have lost. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, it, so that, yeah. so that is why people were upset was because we lost mm-hmm. the timeout Absolutely. with it, dude. You and, can't think like that. You, I mean, Norm yeah. turns around, coach. I didn't touch him. Boom. Let's do it. Let's replay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I suppose as a coach, like you have to, you have to listen to your players in that moment. At right? some, at like some point, to. yeah. And and in in our defense, no one's ever won a game on point nine, right? Wait, Dame? Yeah, Dame Lillard? Of course. Dame? Of course, Dame Lillard. Yeah, I was going to say. I was yeah, testing you I was guys. Say. You're not Blazer fan. <laughs> I was like, I feel like this is Dame? a trick question you guys here. Are I was like, it's yes. Dame Lillard. You guys must be of Laker course fans. it's it. How do you not know point nine? Here, point where, do nine I, where do I talk against to you? Against Houston. Where do I talk to your Game fans? seven. Where do I talk to your <laughs> Right there. Just look right, yeah, straight right there, into right there. Okay, Yeah, there you go. Check it out, dog. These dudes didn't even know about point nine. And you dudes are sponsoring these cats? <laughs> yeah, AJ, RJ, clip that part. Honestly, I was, I was. <laughs> that was actually that shot was actually my background on my on my uh, uh, work computer for the nice. longest hey, time. I just said I, I set you guys up and you failed. Now it's, Man, now it's the was, bad shot. I just had to think about. It. I was like, you were both looking right at now? each other like, too. What? You're like, who dude, wants, yeah, you know what? Like, you know what the problem is? Yeah, you said, who wants to tell this dude that he doesn't know what he's talking about? You know where I went wrong? Is I was thinking about other teams. That's where I went wrong. I was like, "Oh man, what other teams have have done that?" This guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, fam. But <laughs> it's okay, John. We'll just cut it out. You know, it, yeah. going back to <laughs> we'll that, guy, we'll AJ, fix it in post. AJ, <laughs> RJ, whatever you do, don't cut that out. I got your back. You can take one of these guys' spots. <laughs> you know, going back to that play, I mean. I know I, this was this was the defensive lineup at the time. It was it was Dame, CJ, Powell, Mello, and Rocco. Do you know who who I would have loved to see in there? Hakeem Olajuwon. My man. Yes. <laughs> Derek uh, Jones absolutely. Jr. Yeah. yeah. I mean, homie, homie's disappeared on the bench, and I hate yeah. to see it in in a in a spot where defensively we would need someone's length like that. Anyway, that game is now over right now we're sitting let's see here i'm gonna look at the at the standings here the current standings. hold on a second hold on a yeah, second before we move on i want to get i want to get john's perspective here you mentioned derrick jones jr 
Why has he been riding the pine, man? Yeah, I know, man. It's weird. We're asking the same question. Yeah. Not sure. Yeah. Not sure. Rotation being tightened down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Dane even said that yesterday that he thinks the turnaround was when they tightened things down. When they, I mean, was that yesterday? Two games ago? Maybe after the Utah game? But the turnaround kind of came when we tightened things down and got it more into a playoff mode. Mm-hmm. Who knows, man? Chemistry with guys on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a metrics guy. Maybe there's metrics that show that these guys, the whole plus minus and uh, offensive efficiency uh, mm-hmm. is up when he's off the court. I mean, dude, no clue. No clue. I'm not inside, uh, you know, I'm not inside that locker room with those guys. What do you guys think? I don't know, man. I mean, I, I thought it was interesting that as soon as we signed Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Derek Jones Jr. takes a back seat. Like this guy, you you bench this guy for for a dude that you know you know nothing about. Like you don't you don't know what you're gonna get from him, and you sign him to a ten day contract, and this guy's getting minutes over our starter for most of the season. Rondé Hollis Jefferson, former Trailblazer, making a triumphant return. Former remember, trailblazer remember, that remember never saw a minute him. on the court. <laughs> yeah. that's, hey, that's my running joke. My running joke uh, during our broadcast just gets my my producer just freaks out, and I go, "Oh, look, who's checking in the game? Former trailblazer." And they just insert insert name, and they could either have been drafted and we never saw them, yeah, or they yeah. could have been trade rumors. Like DJ Augustine mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. What for 15 years they've been there's been rumors he's coming here and yeah. I was like look at that former trailblazer DJ Augustine is running point <laughs> for these guys I didn't even know he was on the squad I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt no no uh, that's okay funny. it's just uh, you know that it was it, it was baffling to me because you know we we know what we were getting from from Derek and and it wasn't it wasn't bad it wasn't like he was a, a game changer every time he saw the court but you know he did some good things defensively for us. And, you know, you saw flashes here and there um, offensively where he could not necessarily take over a game, but he can make some some key uh, offensive uh, um, uh, wins for us. And, and, you know, it was it was weird just seeing him ride the pine like I, I just I didn't understand because my worry was that we were going to run up against some of these teams where we're starting three guards, what, six, six, three and under. Um, where we're going to run into these teams with some serious length and just get dominated. Well, I remember a time where, like, we were, there were rumors that, like, we were interested in Lonzo Ball, and all of Blazers' Twitter was just freaking out because Derek Jones Jr. would have been part of that package. Mm -hmm. And just the upside of him cutting to the basket, just rising above everybody and catching lobs and stuff like that, just imagining that chemistry with Dame everyone was very excited for the prospect of, of Derek Jones Jr. just being a staple in in our lineup. And it's it's strange. I mean, this guy, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, comes in and absolutely steals his spot and even, even starts a game. He started a game, which was, like, absolutely crazy. Um, but, but moving on, I'm going to talk about the standings in the West. So, number five now. We have the Mavericks, and a little update on them. Luka picked up his 16th technical, which makes him one game away from suspension. Number six, we have our Trailblazers. Uh, number seven, the Lakers. And, you know, with them, who knows who's playing? I mean, Dennis Schroeder in and out of the lineup. LeBron James injured or not injured. Anthony Davis with back spasms. Uh, the seemingly hot Golden State Warriors. Um, they own the tiebreaker with the Grizzlies, who are ninth, and they're currently tied. 
and 10th we have the Spurs and kind of quickly I, I want to know who do you guys want to match up with in these playoffs so we have potential matchups here with the Suns the Jazz the Clippers depending on how the winds shuffle um John what do you think like of those teams who would you want to face well first of all man in my background you got to put all those math equations <laughs> for my boy from uh, the hangover right where i'm just like this yeah. just sitting there trying to figure it out you need to put all that in the back have aj do that stuff for me uh, aj dude i'll be honest bro um in a regular season these last couple days are bananas mm -hmm. it's, if so-and-so does this then so-and-so does this and there's 350 things this season's even crazy mm -hmm. and like what yeah. you were saying, I'm trying to keep up and I'm just like, holy crap, man. Who knows what's going to happen? And do and does Denver want to sit there, guys, and let us win because they don't want to play us? They they want or they do want to play us. And then these teams would rather play us than the Lakers. So it's better for us to lose. I mean, dude, this is bananas. And <laughs> I'll be damned if it comes down to like LeBron versus Curry, right? For like in like <laughs> yeah. that play in or something like that. that I mean, I promise. Yeah. I, I don't know anything, but I'm just saying if LeBron doesn't make the playoffs because of this, I doubt you see it coming back. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, the league playoffs without LeBron, I mean, could you imagine? But that's a great take. And then Luca, yeah. and then Luca, who I love, that dude's game is just sick. He gives uh, old, old dudes like myself out of shape. Him and Jokic, <laughs> dude, come on. I wasn't always this old and I wasn't always this out of shape, but it's funny how your how your favorites and characteristics of your favorites and traits changed. Yep. But if, if you're an old dude who can't jump and you're slow, is out there killing it, it just it makes my day. But Luca yeah. hits this kid in the junk, gets kicked out of the game, and then the league does they don't do anything. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if Draymond Green popped that dude like that? I mean, we just did every year about it again. He literally punched <laughs> yeah. that kid in the in the in the twig and berries and they didn't and and nothing happened so yeah anyway you were you weren't asking that who do i want to see <laughs> i don't want to see the clippers um yeah, that's for sure i don't i don't want to see and i'm talking about us just making it i'm not even talking about the plan mm -hmm. i don't i'll be honest i want to play the suns and i said this three days ago i tweeted it out to both my followers yeah. my yeah, mom and my, my mom and my dad are the only followers hey you got I three we follow out. you I'm like, am I am I the only Blazer fan that wants to play the Suns? You know, I was talking about, do we want to win this game? Do we want to do we want to slide? I say let's let's jump head in. You know, people might think I'm crazy. Coach Stotts and Damon them might kill me, but go into the damn play in, beat beat Memphis or beat Golden State. Scared to play Curry, that's for sure. Steph this time yeah. of year, but good. And then and then what? Who's number one? Phoenix. I think so. Or, yeah, 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 Jazz. Let's let's take our chances and and not play the Clippers. I mean, I I don't want to play the Clippers or the Jazz. I think those are the two I want to stay away from. Um, my brain, yeah. my brain, my computing power isn't up there enough to tell you why. Just by but from from vibe and knowing the players, from and knowing, yeah, I don't want to go up against those guys, man. Um, uh, that win yeah. that win in Utah was fun. That was cool to show. I mean, they're missing guys, of course, but mm -hmm. that gave our guys a little boost. Um, you know what? Give me the Suns. However, however we whatever we need to do to play the Suns, give me the Suns. Yeah, so so John John's taking the Suns. 
uh, Tim, it seems like everyone wants to avoid the Clippers. Yeah. That's just general consensus. Yeah. Tim, what, what do you think? I mean, that was exactly my thought is I don't want to play the Clippers. Let somebody else beat up on them before we have to see them at some point, you know? Um, Can you imagine a Clippers-Lakers first round? I'd love oh, to I'd see love it. it. We'd love that. The league yeah. would. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. No kidding. Right? That's a Western Conference <laughs> final. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what they want. Right. And I'm yep. and I'm saying the league doesn't want that. I, totally my guess. I mean, who knows? This stuff all works itself out. But that's mm-hmm. a Western Conference final. I I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Timmy. No, no, no. You're good. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want to see the Clippers. I think, I mean, Ro and I were just talking about this earlier is, you know, the, the thing about the Clippers uh, roster is they've got they've got guys that can take over like like individually take over at any given point like you've got you've got uh paul george which you know playoff paul doesn't really play that great but you know maybe he's learned uh his lesson from from you know last year and, and um maybe i'll take hey, I'll, I'll take playoff paul over 95 percent of the league yeah, I mean that dude. I mean, I, playing no, no, no. I, I don't want to take anything. Th- 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 that's yeah. my point. Is like, yeah. like Paul George can take over a game. He can win you a series. He's that right. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you've got Kawhi. You've got even guys like Nick Batum can take over a game if he really wants to. You know, he. We've yeah. seen it before. We've seen it as a Blazer. He's done it. Um, you know, I think, I think the Clippers are a scary matchup. If we were to face them, I'll take my chances. After watching the game last night, I'll take my chances with the Suns. Uh, before last night, I was thinking, no, there's no way I want to go hmm. up against the Suns. They're too hot. They're they're they're, yeah. they're way too good for us to see in the first round. But are yeah, they? My, but are they? The, oh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Ro. Go ahead. Man. Oh, I was just gonna add on to what Tim was saying is that um, the Clippers. I mean, the the scary part is that they have a lot of high level players, mm-hmm. a lot of high level backups too. I mean, you talked about Batum. We could talk about Pat Bev. Shoot, and they like brought in Rondo. Cousins, Serge Ibaka, even Zubak. Zubak is like vying for a spot to take over um, Ibaka's spot. It's just Reggie Jackson. I mean, they've got a lot of high-level playmakers that it's just absolutely scary. And I know that people kind of bash on the Clippers because they can't seem to figure it out during the playoffs. But they're still an absolutely scary team. And I would take my chances with the Suns, too, just because there's really only maybe three people to fear that are really high-level players and then yeah. the rest are role players. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that Devin Booker is a walking bucket mm-hmm. and CP3 has just... He's just an alpha dog, man. Like, yeah. as much hate as he gets. Um, Here, it just seems like every two-pointer he takes, it's going to go in. CP3 is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and you saw it at the end of the game last night. Yeah. He can slow things down, methodically get in there and do his thing, and he, yeah. and 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 this applies to the Clippers. Has the re- just like Melo has the respect of the refs is going to get the whistle. I'd have to look. Like I said, I'm not a metrics guy. I'm not a. Uh, I don't look at that stuff. All I know is they got a whole bunch of lockdown defenders. Lock, oh, yeah. Lockdown defenders, and when the playoffs slow down, like I said earlier, dude, they could run Pat Beverly. And they can put Nick Batum on CJ, mm-hmm. put Pat on Dame, and then oh yeah, and then there's that guy Kawhi Leonard and Paul. Dr- I mean, dude, they could put yeah. five yeah. players out there and should just put Cousins on Nurk. And Cousins is no defensive wizard, but he's a big body, and there's right. and that's how Nurk gets his is by being so big. I mean, mm-hmm. They can put five guys out there, bro, that can lock down at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah. But I tell they, you what, they're how, they're tough, and I will prefer not scary to see them. Yeah. But but how great would it be uh, if if and when Dame dismantles that team, that franchise? <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> That's messed Does up. This thing again. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, Dame Dame definitely took apart that OKC. Now they've got they literally yeah. have, and I'm not joking, 47 draft picks in the next two drafts. That's insane. 47 first. They have every first round pick for the next two years. That's insane. Hey, yeah, have, that's have you talked insane. to Dame about that? About just that about whole thing, that whole OKC? situation. Yeah. Nah, you know what? When it happened, it was so crazy, and then that was two years ago, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then by the time that stuff all wound down, you know, we were about. I and then they go to second round, and then we don't broadcast second round. So I'm not on the team playing mm-hmm. and stuff like that after. So I didn't get a chance like the next day to talk to him. Uh, mm-hmm. But then the next season, by then it all kind of wound down and stuff, and I didn't talk to him. Funny thing mm-hmm. about Dame is, uh, I think I've been become so cool with him because we like actually don't talk about hoops. Okay. Um, he's a he's a fighting fan, dude. He's boxing, as you probably see on his social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact yeah. that I did boxing for years with HBO and Fox and stuff, and he knew, like he'd text me when I'm in the truck, you know, and I'd, I'd shoot a picture outside when you see Floyd Mayweather walk by and I'd text it to him. He's like, that's my dog, you know, things like that. Or I got uh, um, pictures with guys in the airport and I'll send it to him. So he knows I love boxing. Uh, and we do movies and stuff like that and just talk about mm-hmm. music. He uh, He's like, for an old white dude, he's like, you know your music, so. Uh, <laughs> But I've never talked hoops that much with him. Other than, you know, the, one of the things I remember talking to Dave about hoops is I didn't mean to go off on some random stuff. No, no, it's okay. Um, no, go for it. I asked him once who he gets worked up enough, you know, to play the most. Who he gets pumped up enough. This was probably like his third year in the league. And he said at the time uh, he always got pumped to play Chris Paul and then Westbrook. Those were like his two that he mm-hmm. would get most pumped on. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd get pumped up to play those guys for sure. Uh, sorry, man. I didn't mean to go off on that. No, I asked the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's no, my fault. No, I mean, well, I'm glad, <laughs> I actually time, wanted that. I'm glad he had time to ask questions between phone calls. <laughs> I know, seriously. Right? Sorry, yeah, I gotta, sorry I gotta to talk to my wife about here. that. You pulled me out of my urban oasis to take a phone call. I'm out there listening to the new J. Cole and, and drinking my tea. I know, for real. Yeah. I know. I stopped I stopped mine too. Right? I was listening to that album and as then, well. And then now and this like, dude's getting phone call. <laughs> well, if we're gonna talk about boxing real quick, who 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 are you taking? Mayweather or Logan Paul? <laughs> it's Don't a, spit it's, out your drink. Well, it's unfortunate that, that Floyd didn't look too good. He looks like he's out of shape. Which surprised me. It surprised me because mm-hmm. he's a killer. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Floyd's gonna kick this dude's ass. What are their weights? Are they similar? I mean, they have to be similar, right? Or did they not do know. that? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I think I think Logan Paul is a lot bigger. Way heavier. Is he really? Yeah. I think I think Floyd, I want to say so. Floyd's still got him, man. He's too fast. He's gonna kick that dude's ass. Too yeah. fast. And that's too just smart. Me. I hope he does. I, I'll be honest. I'm not up to speed on uh, all you young kids and this social media stuff. I don't even know who the hell these dudes are. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, who are these? What is this all about? Um, yeah. And yeah, he's not fighting Vanilla Ice or somebody, dude. That dude, he's fighting <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Floyd's going to kick I know. I, I hope he kicks that dude's ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I mean, like, Floyd Mayweather, um, 150. He's 150. Okay. Um, 
Paul is is 180. Oh damn! So he's got 30 so it's, pounds it's on gonna, him. He's also taller too. Okay, so if that dude's if he's got he's slept, so, so that means what? He's got more behind his punch. His punches are gonna yep. be a lot more. I think Floyd. Hopefully Floyd gets him in his speed. Floyd didn't look like he was in the best shape though, dude. At that at that event, yeah. it would that and that mm. kind of scares me. What's funny is that like when that fight was like being rumored, we're we're totally off the rails by the way yeah. fans we're well, not we, talking we, about basketball blazers at all right now both of your both of your fans both of your subscribers yes uh, uh, i'm sure it's both of your moms our moms, right? moms. our moms yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> moms love me by the way uh, both of them they know when i'm on they know when i'm on that your rundown sheet with all the cute little notes that's all out the door we're just going just oh, off yeah. the rails like you said off the rails yeah, yeah. my yeah. boy casey Holdall has some thing man back in the day and I, I went on it i knocked on his door and he's all trying to read field goal percentages and stuff on this big website and i'm like dude i'm banging on the wall and, he, and uh -huh. someone someone on the chest i think that's big john and i went over and banged on the door and walked in Highest rated show they've ever had. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's why we brought you back, man. Yeah, dude. You got to get a little, oh, add, yeah, a little absolutely. add a little dash of street cred to this stuff. Just man. like Dogecoin, we're going straight to the moon. See, that's straight another thing. I don't understand I, any of that stuff is either, man. I don't either. I got a, I got a debit card. <laughs> I got some. <laughs> I got a debit card yeah, me too. and some cash. I don't, you kids and all this <laughs> fake money, man. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> is that like Nintendo money or something? <sighs> Who knows, man? Yes. It's, it's so hard to even like fathom that there's a different currency other than the US dollar that's like really popular that people are exchanging. It's I like, just don't understand how, how it's does this I don't understand value? how it's legal. How did this start? I don't understand how it's legal. Yeah. And Cuban though, I will give him props. He allows at their arena American to pay with that stuff. That's mm -hmm. kind of cool. Yeah. I uh, and I guess if the owner backs it because how are they applying that to merchandise and food? How are they paying for that? I mean and then does he, once you so spend weird. it, do those other people own it now? I mean, that's a good question. I don't know. I think so. So is there some, I there, say yes. there's, so some hot dog a... salesman, there's some hot dog salesman in Dallas that's just rolling deep now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah, he sold a couple extra milkshakes. And now he's got a Bentley parking, parking down by Luca. Just hope Luca doesn't. Thanks to the Shiba Inu. Right. right? That Dogecoin. <laughs> I feel like we need Luka to get sponsored by Doge now. doesn't punch him in the junk and steal his dodge. <laughs> Man, we totally digress. I'm going to just wrap this up. We got to get to just stories with, with Big John. I'm going to wrap it up. So the last game of the season, obviously, is against the Nugget. The, sorry, excuse me. The Nuggets. We have to pay attention to the Lakers because that's who we could also shuffle with. They have two games, Pacers, Pelicans, and then the Mavs. They have the Raptors and T-Wolves. So... Of course, we've got the hardest out of all those people. Mm -hmm. um, we'll see how that pans out on Sunday, right? The game's on Sunday? Yeah. Yes. Six, six o'clock. They change times on you. Six o'clock. Yeah. Six o'clock on Sunday. You heard it from Big John. And with that being said, we're going to get into questions with Big John. I mean, it, there's been such a difference between the last time we spoke to you and today. And we just want to know just how is your work different? You know, I know that there's some rules that have been lifted, you know, regarding fans. Um, just kind of speak to us about how how things are different at work. Uh, as far as us and, and the mandates and the regulations and stuff, nothing's changed. Uh, my boss, director of broadcasting, um, that's going to stay, you know, until until everything changes everywhere. That, that stuff yesterday kind of isn't going to apply to us. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fully vaccinated as of yesterday. Congratulations! You can, you can tell I kind of I kind of got a glow. I'm looking a little bit better today. <laughs> You got the it, it brings out my dimple, right? You got that soul uh, But no, no. So <laughs> it's like, dimple. you know, so, you know, joke around, shot some texts out. You say, hey, I'm, you know, because me, my family, everybody were very pro mask. You just got to do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, hey, I don't have to wear my mask anymore. You know, my boss is like, well, if you want to work, you do. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he put me in my, he put me in my place, which I'm good with. Uh, but no, as far as us, no, nah, man, still in our zones, still in our places, not around anybody. Um, I'm I'm quite sure it's going to continue through the rest of the season, which, uh, which is fine with us. We're, we're into it now. We know how it goes. We don't go to certain places. Cool seeing fans there. Um, uh, I'm not sure the regulations and stuff. I mean, with the CDC and all their recommendations, but I'm quite sure that the NBA has their stringent stuff. I mean, they're still going to enforce that, which is good. I think it's great, Mm -hmm. but yeah, um, I don't think that's going to change. The thing is different fans were there. I honestly didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal because I've been watching around the league and, you know, we were the last ones not to have fans. And I could barely hear them or see them on the broadcast and stuff. But I'll tell you what, man, the players were pumped. Um, if you guys watched our broadcast that first yeah. game, they looked like a bunch of yeah. potato heads out there running around like they're in <laughs> kindergarten. Uh, you got Dame and all those guys having fun. Just And that's got to be good. Yeah. You know, it's something to play off. It's, uh, you know, just like playing at the park in front of people, man. It's it's get you pumped up and different guys use that you know i'm quite sure dame is someone that and i know for a fact cj feeds off the hate so when we're on the road and dudes are all hating on him and stuff that that just gets him going even more but mm-hmm. uh yeah other than that with us it's all pretty much staying the same uh work-wise for sure mm-hmm. nice so so i i got a question so before you know when the when the, when the season started i think I had heard, or maybe you had said that you weren't traveling with the team or anything. Are you still, right. are you currently not traveling with the team still? And yeah, we still, we still are. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It's okay. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, we are still, that's not changing. That's not going to change this year. I mean, I have no clue how the future is going to pan out. Um, but yeah, we're still doing everything from back at uh, the road, at the Moda um, in our broadcast studios there that we used to dig, do games out of a long time ago. Okay. Uh, so, but it's just, dude, it's tough. Um, yeah, a lot of people probably don't see what we see as it as all the, the tough part of it. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely our hands are tied as compared to being on the road with them. So, yeah, this has been just bananas not being on the road and stuff. I, I saw Dame walking up the and one of the coaches walking up the the ramp to get into the arena right by our truck, and they're like, "Dude, where you been? What is going on?" I go, "I know it's not the yeah. same without me." Um, I know, but I don't know. I mean, hey, Stotts, they're, they're... Stotts even forgot your name, dude. He called you Jim. Oh, dude, yeah. that happened. <laughs> that happened since. Are you kidding me with this dude? I thought we were boys. Yeah, man, Jim Lukrovka. Messed up. And he said so, it right. He said it right into the mic, man. And of course, my chair at work now on the back says Jim. <laughs> oh man. My monitors, like does. right here, where it says your name on these uh-huh. monitors. It says Jim, yeah. and it's like, come it. on, dude, grow up, grow yeah, we're up. Gonna, we're gonna yeah. have to RJ, you gotta, too. you gotta put, you gotta put, yeah, you gotta put Jim yeah. on the bottom of. If, if AJ, we're changing, AJ, you, AJ, you do that, dude. It's over. We're done, bro. You get no dodgy coins from me. You call, you call RJ, AJ, you know, John, Jim. Yeah. I think it's even. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you have a particular like, um, like, just reflecting on this weird year? It's been a absolutely crazy year um 
with with your work, I assume. Do you have a favorite story or an experience um, that like stands out to you that you'd like to share with us? Um, like anything in particular? During all this, this year? This year. Shoot, dude, it's weird. Because like, you know, the crazy stuff and the cool stuff is, is usually when we're on the planes or, mm-hmm. you know, walking through Manhattan or being at other arenas and stuff like that. This season, it, it it's just so isolated. Like, um, like we did that game yesterday. There's just no one at the arena. There's just mm-hmm. no one there. And there's just like 15 of us there. And so I was done uh, some editing. We weren't having lunch yet. I just walked out on the court, man, and shot some free throws by myself. There was like two lights on. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. It, it was nuts. There was just no one there. And it's like, you just never see that. And then home games are crazy because you're kind of out of the mix. You're off to the side. Uh, usually that's, I, you know, you get, I get an hour off a day. I'll go have something to eat. And then just, I literally just go sit on the team bench and watch the guys warm up and just chat with people for an hour. And I miss that. You don't get to hang out and, but, you know, hang out and talk and visit and stuff. But, uh, as far as anything of this, just the whole package of just, it's just crazy. It's just a lot of things we're dealing with on the broadcast. We're not there. You know, you guys might notice if you watch a broadcast, a lot of people don't notice, but if you watch and you're seeing a soundbite from Dame or a soundbite from Nurk or Coach, you know, they're on some wall like this and it looks like they're, you know, <laughs> you know, they're just sitting there like that and the, and the, the lighting's all bad and the yeah. audio sounds like they're talking uh-huh. into a can and it's just yeah. like that's that, that type yeah, that t- yeah, that type. Yeah, right. That's my work. Uh, <laughs> that type of stuff drives us crazy as perfectionists, you know, because mm-hmm. everything's HD yeah. now and 4K, and we're wanting stuff to make. You see that super mo stuff that we do, and we want. For us, that's you know, it's like building a car. It's like building an ugly car. You know, we want to build a car and have it look dope and have it run well and stuff. And we're just kind of piecing things together this year. So my memory. It's nothing off the court, nothing cool, nothing with the players, nothing hanging with anybody. Honestly, it would just be how tough it was to get these games on the air for everybody. And the fact that people don't notice the bad stuff. Oops, my bad. The fact that You're people good. don't notice the bad stuff. Maybe we're doing a better job than we think. But, you know, it's killing us, you know, seeing the product we're putting out there. Sometimes it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I thought was actually pretty cool is that um, on the broadcast, they like shouted out your daughter for her birthday. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty cool. I saw like that video. I think I think did you have like Dame or CJ like shout? Yeah, out I had too? all the guys like Nurk and Nello yeah. and Dame and CJ and they're always yeah. they're always really cool with that kind of stuff, man. Dame Dame and CJ have been shouting yeah. out to my daughter, happy birthday since like fifth grade. Nice, man. And, yeah, and they did a little yeah. video for her uh, school class and said hi to the teacher and different things yeah. like that. Um, yeah, a lot of time that stuff doesn't get seen, man. And so yeah, those guys are cool. Yeah, that's what's changed since. Since I talked to you guys last, my uh, son went back to college down in L.A. Nice. Playing some football down there at a JC. Uh, and then my daughter turned 16 and uh, on her birthday got her yeah. driver's license and then snapped her collarbone in a high school game mm. that night. Oh, man. Yeah, like three Gosh. hours later, man, she got slammed down from behind. It was really ugly. Snapped her collarbone and uh, rehabbing. She's back now yeah. and uh, she's killing it. She's already knocking in goals left and right. So yeah. nice. Yeah. I mean, we we gave a birthday shout out too, but for some reason we didn't make the, the oh. video. For some reason, you're pretty. We were pretty upset. <laughs> Your boy AJ <laughs> didn't send it to me, man. I didn't. See it. Oh, that's... <laughs> we'll blame it on that dude since he's not here. Uh, there we go. Yeah, just a, AJ. Just a, you gotta step it up. Yeah, just a proud dad. You guys, you guys have kids or no? Yeah, I got two. Right on. Well, I hope that I hope they look like your wife, Tim, and not you. Oh, man, thank cause... God they do. 
Hey, luckily mine look like me, man. They're they're model material. They look oh. like my wife, dude. We would be in trouble, man. <laughs> she won't see this, right? Hey, hey, oh no, no, no. <laughs> we're sending we're sending her a copy. Hey, this is Big John's wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, man. I didn't mean to go off, but yeah, family's good. That's the only thing that's changed. It's different. Nice. Um, yeah, work staying the same, man. Still, the Blazers don't mess around, which is cool. The NBA doesn't mess around. They're keeping things stringent as they should. And, uh, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Shit, man. I, I know everybody has different opinions on politics, religion, and everything, but I'm still going to rock a max. Uh, we got to make sure we handle all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. same here. I mean, we I mean, we don't really have a choice, Ro and I. Um, you know, as long as we want to stay employed, we got to keep wearing our masks. That, uh, your your works are, your work is like that. You guys have to. Uh, we, yeah, we both work at hospitals, uh, so okay. we have oh, to. Of course, absolutely. And, and I and I, I don't think it's. I tell people I don't think it's going anywhere, man. Um, I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, if we ever do get back to going on the road, I have a feeling we'll be wearing masks on the plane. I mean, I just yeah. it just it just feels that way. Uh, I'm know, no expert by any means. It's not a bad idea. I mean, you think about it like. I haven't gotten, I haven't had a cold in, I mean, since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, me too. I mean, I mean, if there's a positive side effect, yeah. <laughs> I just can't imagine going back to like normal, not wearing a mask, like going to New York, being on the train there, or just a max, dude, being on the max and not wearing a mm-hmm. mask. Crazy. That just, it's gonna feel weird, man, when all these things lift up. Yeah. yeah. Me personally, I'm probably still gonna rock it. Right. Yeah. I just need to kind of watch the situation a little longer. I mean, yeah. not to get into the too deep into this or too deep into politics or anything like that, but I don't see it going away either. Hey, you guys, um, you guys carry around a little bottle of uh, hand sanitizer too? Absolutely. Yeah, that's you know something what? that changed for me. <laughs> you know what though? I only go to work and home. That's the only places I go now. Mm-hmm. And so. The Rose Garden, oh, there we go. Moda has uh-huh. has so much stuff, man. Wipes and bleach spray, and I oh, got yeah. it everywhere. And then I just I come home, so it's like I actually don't have something like that in my backpack, but I do have uh, just a backup mask, man. And you know, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I and you said I haven't got sick since February before all this hit. I had a really mm-hmm. bad flu right before. And I haven't been sick since. The only thing that's getting me is my allergies, you know, with all this weather. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. And, you know, I just booked my first work post-season, post-Blazers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do some uh, MMA in uh, Connecticut. And nice. like the first week of June. And I just booked my first flight in like 18 months. And uh, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hop on a plane and starting to get back to normal a little bit. And I go to Japan at the end of July for nice, 26 man. days. Yeah. Going over there to awesome. do Olympics again. And uh, awesome. their mandates and they're super stringent over there. The only reason mm-hmm. I'm allowed in is just because we're working. So that whole thing will be crazy. Dude, we have to shout. You guys have to hit me up when I'm over there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hey, absolutely. Before we switch gears real quick, we, we had mentioned boxing and uh, kind of kind of off the rails here, but have you seen the the matchup between the, the two strongmen, uh, the mm-hmm. boxing match? It's uh, the Mountain from Game of Thrones, Half, Half Thor Bjornsson wow. or whatever, versus wow. Eddie Hall. Okay. I'm, I'm in already. I'm in already. Against who? Patrick who? Beverly? Ed, no, Ed, Eddie Hall. He's another strongman. Okay. Um, Eddie Hall? Okay. It stems from like, I want to say like a 
2017 strongman competition where half thor thought he was cheated out of the win and eddie hall won they used to be buddies now they're wow. not they're like mortal enemies now and each 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 guy is looking to knock the other guy out and they've when got is that that, that would it's be in september to... what it's in september that's what i'm saying john you got to get on that one man Dude, that'd be fun man get and us backstage his name, his name is half thor half thor and i think he goes by thor uh, what would yeah. you be? What would your name be? Half I'm half Zebo. <laughs> half Jordan. I got that same. Half half, Jordan. I got that half Zebo sheep. body. Half goat. Half Jordan. Right. Who would you guys be? Half who? <laughs> man, half. Thor. No, I already I'm said it. Half Jordan, man. Half, half Jordan. All right. Half got Jordan. to. You've got to. Come on. Uh, it, nothing, row. We're putting you on the spot, man. For me, You're dude, I'm trying to think of who my game's mass like modeled after. Uh, maybe Rebecca Lobo, half Rebecca Lobo. This dude said half Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up, man. Half Rondé Hollis Jefferson's more like. <laughs> I'm half Zebo. Half Roco's free throws. Half Roco. You're just you Roco. Roco, there you go. Hey, what's up? There we go. Done. We found it. We found it. Done. Thank you, guys. So you didn't see this All wasn't right. this wasn't on the rundown. <laughs> Could you imagine trying to sell that to somebody, some sponsor? So check it out, man. Okay. We're gonna talk about. I'm half Rebecca Lobo. <laughs> give us your money. Give us your money, and John's Canceled ugly wife on the spot. John's ugly wife, and you're half Rebecca Lobo. Yeah. Shows cancel. If we told anybody what we were going to talk about right. today, uh, dude, I don't even know how you're going to set a preview up for this one. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, don't I think know. we're screwed. I don't know. That's that's uh, AJ's. That's AJ's job. Man, yeah, AJ, AJ. You got your work cut out. For Come in that check, bro. You couldn't even be on time to work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just make sure you give a proper shout out to Jim Lakrovka. <laughs> I like it. All right. With that being said, we're going to go to our last segment, and that, of course, is called giving props. And I'm going to start with our definition, and that is giving applause, giving kudos to a certain person, story, or situation. So, John, all I need to know is if you give it props or you don't. So, I want to know, John, Tim, do you give this props? J. Cole just released a new album titled The Off Season. He had a song where he actually sampled Dame Lillard's post-game interview in a song called Punchin' the Clock. I don't know if you guys have heard it. It's a great it's a great song. Tim, I want to know, do you give J. Cole props for the sample? You know, I haven't heard it yet. Uh, I'm a little late on picking that album up, but you got to give it props, man. Sampling our hometown hero, you got to give oh, that yeah. props. Absolutely. I think that's dope. Absolutely. John, do you give it props? Yeah, for sure, man. That's very cool. Um, I know that J. Cole is one of Dame and CJ's favorites. So that's got to be real cool. Uh, I believe, I, I was listening to it today. I believe that, and J. Cole's stuff is so well produced and tight. I love it. Um, I think that it was an interview with Chris Haynes back in the day that they took the sample of the piece from. So I saw, I'm friends with Chris on Facebook and he posted, you know, he's like, hey, they sampled my interview with Dame, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, and I put on there, I was like, well, I'm glad they, they used that sample and not your raps. Because he's horrible. <laughs> Have you, hey, you guys I've seen, heard them. Have you seen I've him? heard them. Dude, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. I had him on my podcast last year, and and I was like, dude, I no, that should not be happening. There's certain things. Uh, uh oh, June, I lost you. 
Oh no no I'm I'm screen no, sharing no, no. for the oh, next screen sharing. Oh you're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry, no no you scare me. It, all of a sudden I'm looking at your taxes. <laughs> I'm, I got your social Just security a bunch of number. Zeros, man. I got your social security. I'm seeing naked pictures of you listening oh, to J Cole. Uh, yeah, you gotta no, use a man. magnifying glass for that. I went on and on. Super props. <laughs> I think that's really cool that he did that, man. I love that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I also give it props. And for our next story. We have Dame Lillard and Adidas recently had a collab with Reebok. They called this shoe the Dame Gnosis. It's a tribute to Shaquille O'Neal's Reebok Shaq Gnosis. Man, John, you're, you are a, a sneaker head, so I, I got to go to you first. Do you give Dame and Adidas props for this? This is the first time we've seen that new EP the the extended play versions where it's like it looks different i'm not talking the color but like the straps and the lacings and things like that yeah. that's that's i give props for that uh i thought the shack shoe back in the day was one of the ugliest shoes ever created so i can't give props <laughs> on that but the fact that adidas owns reebok it's a great i i give them props for mixing it up and giving old school shack some love that was cool at dame uh but there's a USA version of these that's like white, red, white, and blue that's just nasty. So uh, as far as the shack itself, nah, no props today. Ooh. Tim, what you I think? I give it props. I give it props just for the just for the nod. Mm -hmm. I, I always like it when when players give a nod to, mm -hmm. to their predecessors, you know? Uh, I think that's dope. Like I honestly like Shaq's shoes were pretty bunk, but I'll probably get a pair of these. Dude, I was about to say that. I mean, like just remixing someone's shoe, yeah. like a legend, like like Shaq's, and making it actually look pretty dope. I think that alone mm -hmm. is like a great tribute. And plus, it it forces people to actually look up Shaq's old shoe because oh, like yeah, I'm sure, people don't, I'm sure yeah. it's forgotten, right? Like no one yeah. no one knows yeah. Shaq Gnosis. None of these little kids, right? none of these little yeah. kids right now knew about that. So uh, props for <laughs> no. that. You know, I've got a pair. Yeah, of, I'm just. I've got a pair of Air Force Ones that that are like old school. Oh, they're right here. Look, I did this last time. <laughs> you did. These ones yeah, right go here. For it. These are like history repeats itself. These are like uh, old school off. Uh, what you call it, man? The ACGs hiking boots. Nice. So they like yeah. made a, they made a version of those, and I like that. I like that they do old school stuff like that. But uh, yeah, that's cool. So I give myself just, props. I give myself props for that. <laughs> I'm waiting for Dame to to bring back a, a nod to the uh, Omni Lights, the Re the Reebok Pump Omni Lights. Yes, those are dope. I still have a pair, actually. Uh, I oh, saw yeah. D I saw D Brown when he was an assistant coach at Sacramento, and mm. I said, "Coach, still rocking." Them. I said, "Coach," and he turned around, and I bent down and was pretending to like pump up my shoes. <laughs> and yeah, I'm quite sure that. <laughs> But he gave me a dirty look. I'm quite sure every dork in the world has done that to him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to do there, but yeah. All right. It seems like we're a little mixed on this collab. Um, so we're a little mixed on props on that one. Our next story is most most sports arenas have recently opened up their seats to fans, and you know, going to a game is a good way to relax. Let's just say that. And this man at a Detroit Tigers game, took relaxing at a game to the next level. I'm going to bring up a picture for you guys right now. Here oh. he is. <laughs> this man Damn. is just half naked, probably in his underwear. 
Wow. Relaxing at a Detroit Tigers game. Yo. No. <laughs> Big no. shot. Well, Do you that's give just... this man props? <laughs> no. Not at all. In fact, I look like that in the backyard right before you guys started this podcast. <laughs> I was in that same position. Uh, legs no, up and everything. I don't even have anything to say here. Hell no. I, no I got a question, though. Yeah. I got a question, though. Like, as a broadcasting crew, this is for you, John. From a, from a broadcasting perspective, like, do you tell your camera guys to maybe step to the sides where you get oh, a better no. angle not to show that guy? Oh, for sure. Yeah, they obviously just took... <laughs> That's like a low first handheld or low first camera <laughs> aiming. Yeah, most definitely. You, that should not have made air. And especially if they have time to put that graphic in there, that was on air for a good five, six seconds. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to say no props. Yeah, we don't want to see this in HD. Oh, you know what? That's, buddy. That's, that's RJ. That's why he's not here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's My true. boy RJ is a Tigers fan. You didn't know it. That's where he's at. <laughs> there he is, right there, with Damn. the shades and everything. He's trying to, right? he's trying to yep. like, you know, he was avoiding work with us. He's right. got the shades right. on. He said, "I hope Ro doesn't see me." <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no props and there, bro. No props. I think all the way around. And our last story: it's a Chicago black cat jumps from a fifth store or fifth floor of a burning building and lands on its feet and then it runs off like nothing happens like i need to show you guys this video here here it is i don't know if you guys could see this yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. the cat right there oh there it goes oh damn and then it runs off we had a follow-up report because it jumped from a fifth the fifth floor we had yeah. a follow-up report the cat completely uninjured wow. not injured not scraped that's a super cat. not anything tim i want to know do you give this cat props yeah that's nuts man absolutely crazy but, like hopefully he didn't have any other like family in there right like <laughs> did the did the fire break out and he's like well you guys are on your own i'm out <laughs> Yeah, this, dude, this, dude, this, this dude, Tim, is questioning the cat's loyalty now. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, There's a reason why dogs are man's best friend, not cats. Man. Yay. Yeah, they're probably trying to cook that thing and eat it. That's why he took yeah. off. That's what started the fire. That's what started the do fire. Do they do that? Do they do that in Chicago? I don't know, man. I'll tell you what. That props to that cat. Because with my military training and extensive martial arts, I've done that before, and and I injured myself. I've jumped out of five-story oh, yeah? buildings all the time. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. back in my Mac back in my Mac Daddy days, you had to escape <laughs> out the back like Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> uh, no props to that cat, man. That was very nice. Yeah, man. That was I, cool. I gotta give cool. props to that cat too. And you know, that actually wraps up our episode, John. Thank you so much for your time, man. I actually want to kick it to you real quick. Is there anything you want to? You want to plug? You want to shout out? You want to tell us what you, what you're doing? I mean, we heard it's that. not going to be his podcast because he hasn't started that yet. That up? Where's that podcast, man? We need some episodes, I know, bro. dude. I know. I got stuff lined up. I just been, actually been busy, which is good. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time I, I haven't been busy in a year, so it's good that I've been busy. Things are slowing down now. Once the season's over, um, you know, I'll slow down big time. I got like 
some time off before I head over to Japan, like I was talking about. So I'll try to get some stuff done. Uh, you know what's All weird, right. man? Props. I don't know, man. Just everybody. You guys for putting this together. Shout outs to you guys for putting this Thank together. You. I know Thanks, it. Man. And it, that Appreciate right there is an example. It's tough to do. So I, people don't understand how much hard work goes into it. Uh, and then you guys are obviously carrying AJ's weight because he's not here. Um, <laughs> doing the work of three men. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, no, man, you know what? I will give a shout out to all these people out there. They call them frontline workers where you guys are working in the hospital industry. The fact that these people are at the convention center and PDX and doing all this stuff, man, um, vaccinating people, trying to get stuff back to normal. Uh, my daughter yeah, just there. got her. Yeah, my daughter just got her first one about a week and a half ago. So. Nice. I just want to thank everybody that's in this industry that's out there doing that stuff. Uh, not basketball related, but you know, just getting us all, getting us all back to how we could or how it should be. And then uh, wear your damn mask, even though I guess I'm not. You guys, I'm sure, are fully vaccinated, <laughs> working in a hospital, right? Oh, you definitely. guys are. Yeah, we were one of the first. Oh, yeah. So, oh, he's all bragging. Ooh, we were, <laughs> I know. Listen to this guy. <laughs> ooh, welcome to. Yeah, the, we got ours before you, John. Club, Jim. Right. Welcome to the club. I had it last summer. I know, dude. My, my name's Rebecca this, this Lobo. This network, this network's getting to my head, man. Half right? Lobo. You know, ooh, Half Lobo. Rebecca Lobo so got hers early. We'll call him. We'll call him Robo. <laughs> Robo, I like that. Rebecca Robo. Yeah. Dang. No, yeah, man. Just props to everybody out there doing that. Just trying to get things back to how they're supposed to be. Yeah. Well, thank. Thank you for being on the show, John. Um, yeah, of course, man. you could come back at any time. Just hit us up. And if you want us on your show, we are i don't know if you'd want us hooligans on again. Well, I mean, I... Well, con- again, if he ever starts it up. Yeah, yeah, right, if I ever do it. Content's <laughs> content. I'm sure I can have you guys on. It'll lower a lot of expectations <laughs> with my fans. So maybe I start with you. Uh-huh. And then I'll we work okay. our way Build up. up. Okay, okay. Yeah, I see. Just getting better every time, yeah, right. which is, which is key. And that's key. There you go. Yeah. You gotta start with a low bar. Yeah, I mean, keep expectations low. That's always that's always a good mm-hmm. a good uh, oh, thing keep, to live by. Keep expectations low, and then yeah, and then there we, we go. That'll be the Robo. name of my podcast. God. You are a dad, aren't you? Oh, dude, big time. <laughs> I'm an old ass dad. I'm cool. I got that dad swag, man. But I'm just still old. Well, thank you, John, once again for being on the show. And our last thank you, of course, goes to our fans. You guys are always on Twitter with us when we're watching games. You guys are replying with us. Um, you just make our job so easy, just giving us content all the time. And Tim, with that being said, what you got to say? Well, that's it for this episode. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Remember to stay safe out there, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening. Their strength, honestly, honestly, the Clippers' strength, I, once again, I'd have to look at, at, oh, hold on, he's getting a call. <laughs> it's our fans calling. I don't even know how to do Hold it. on, I'm done. <laughs> We've lost John. John, is that his ability? <laughs> Damn. I was just making sure it wasn't my wife calling him, man. I had to make sure. Right. right? I, had, I had to check my phone too <laughs> right? for a second. Right? I was like, I probably Mr. my wife Mr. checking Mr. on me. Mr. Big Baller here. <laughs> yeah, the best part is it's a landline too. With the sponsor. <laughs> That's, right? podcast, That's how old right? I am. <laughs> no, they, they heard the bashing of, of DraftKings and they were telling us that we're canceled from the yeah. network now. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Blame me. AJ, cut that out. <laughs>